Hello everyone, Monday, February 13, the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening and Super Bowl Monday here in Australia. So we are at the Stain Hotel, the iconic venue here in Manly on the northern beaches in Sydney and uh, there's going to be plenty in here in, well, not too long, that's for sure. Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, the market with Tab, it is tight the number one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. Philadelphia $1.85, Kansas City $1.95. So that is as tight a market as you'll see. And uh, stacks of markets open there on your tab app and your tab website to get stuck in today. A lot of novelties as well. Uh, but, uh, gee, what an eventful weekend, to say the least. Uh, obviously, we had the trials in the NRL, the preseason challenge, the All-Stars game. Uh, plenty to come out of that, but... Uh, Oh, racing on Saturday, very eventful as well. We'll get into that. Alex Volkanovsky yesterday, brave, heroic in defeat against Islam Makachev over there in Perth. And then there was the Australian cricket team, Clarkie. Well, the women were superb as they started their T20 World Cup campaign. The men, well, find the words. Pup, morning to mm, you. How are you? Morning, boys. Happy Monday. Morning to our listeners. Awesome weekend of sport. Plenty on the TV. Uh, um, <laughs> I think I wanted to watch some cricket yesterday, oh. but I wanted to watch the UFC, so it turned out okay. Uh, yeah, Aussie boys weren't great. There's no doubt about it. I, I think um, uh, the players have got to take, you know, take some criticism for their performance, but I think it, it started before a ball was bowled, mm. to be honest. Our selections are still... Can't understand the no Travis Head. I don't know what they do now. In I think that well, it's a no-brainer. They have to bring him back, but it looks they look very silly. You know what are they going to do? Drop Renshaw and bring him back? It sounds like Cameron Green's still not going to be fit. It sounds like Hazelwood's still not going to be fit, and they're hopeful of Mitchell Stark. And Starkey's record in India is not fantastic anyway. So, um, yeah, oh, tough start for them, no doubt about it. India were very good. But um, we had the best of the conditions. We won the toss. We batted first. Didn't make anywhere near enough runs in the best part of the... Uh, using, using those conditions. Um, and then our second innings, well... Whew, you know, all of our concerns, how we start against spin bowling was, was very clear. So, yeah, we've got some work to do. Um, and not much time. I think second test starts Thursday? Friday. Friday. In Delhi. So, yeah, and I think uh, India haven't lost a test match ever in about 30-odd years. 1987, <laughs> Viv Richards, West so, Indies side. Good time to start now. Good time to start. But, yeah, we've got some work yeah. to do. But, again, we've got to work out – individuals have got to work out what their plans are with the bats, and then you've got to have the discipline to be able to execute them. The, the, the other thing that I've heard a number of people say uh, – if we just sit there and block, we're going to get one with our name on it. So that tells me the boys are not willing to bat for long periods of time to make their runs, which that's the only way you make runs in India. But I do understand what they're saying. Don't sit and block. That's okay. But that doesn't mean you've got to look to try and hit boundaries or look to try and sweep or reverse sweep. That looks, that, 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 what that is is partnership batting. Strike rotation. Get up the other end, sit down there for a couple of balls. Make sure if you're the non-striker, you're backing up, trying to get a single for your partner. That's where you need your teammate to really help you. But I'm just worried that those words, if I sit there and block, I'm going to get one with my name on it. Does that mean that they're looking to make 300 runs in 60 overs? Because that's not going to work in these conditions. If India could continue to produce these types of wickets, yes, you've got to look to rotate strike, but you have to bat long periods of time. To make your runs. Look at India. Look at the way they batted in the first innings. It's perfect. One. Great example. They backed their defence. They blocked a lot of balls. So there was a lot of balls that didn't score runs. They're not worried about, oh, I'm going to get one with my name on it. You know, they got themselves close to the board to prevent spin or got themselves as far away from the board to allow the ball to finish spinning before they tried to play a cut shot, pull shot, glance, late cut, whatever it was. When we were caught in between, and again... So many LBWs. Get your leg out of the way so you can get your bat there. At the moment, we're so tentative and so worried about the ball spinning. The ball that's going straight on is the one that's getting us out. So a lot of work to be done. How are you, Loza? Very well, thanks, boys. Had a good weekend. Watched a bit of footy. Uh, hoping to watch cricket over the weekend, but we were disgraceful. Uh, batting in the second innings. We were terrible. Loss do, doesn't miss. He All doesn't out for 91. Miss. I mean, I, I don't care. They should have been a lot better than yeah. 
what they were. India scored 400 in the first innings. Uh, we got our selections wrong. We just didn't bat patiently enough. Um, and for me, yeah, it was an ordinary, ordinary performance. Uh, with the football, uh, great to see the Indigenous All-Stars have a win. Uh, great to see them play some really good football. I was happy for Nico Hines to get the Preston Campbell medal. Uh, certainly a wonderful player. And there's a story in the paper today where Buzz says that the Sharks are looking to sign Nico long-term and for life after football. Um, and why wouldn't they? The impact that he's made there in such a short space of time. Some of the other games on the weekend took a bit of an interest in, but mainly um, you know, clubs were just throwing out players that may get an opportunity to play first grade this season. We saw what their depth is going to be like. I think we'll get a better indication of what the sides will be in round one this weekend when the sides play. Uh, most teams will put um, you know, close to their best players back on the field to give them some game time leading into the, the, the first round of the competition. But there was a couple of injuries to key players from certain clubs. Uh, Justin Ollam being one from the Melbourne Storm. Mm. Looks like he's going to miss up to six to eight weeks of football. Um, so that'll be a big blow for Melbourne. Xavier Savage could be out for the start of the season for the Raiders with a uh, broken jaw or, or a facial fracture. So uh, there's some of the, the big names that were injured over the weekend. Yeah, Reese Walsh last night uh, was very strong, scored the opening try for the Broncos as well. They drew 24 all with the Titans, uh, but he left the field with a facial knock in the second half as well. So he'll be scanned today, but hopefully not too serious there, but uh, certainly looked to blow. Well, Xavier Savage uh, looked pretty despondent there on the bench yesterday, but how good was it to see our mate Josh Reynolds <laughs> revving the dogs up there before he ran out in those blue and white colours that he loved so much for the first time in many, many days? Oh, that's what you want from Josh Reynolds. That's what you expect. That's what you get. Uh, nothing changes with the way Josh goes about preparing either for a trial or a, uh, you know, round 24 of a, an NRL game. He's, he's passionate. He wants to be back into those Bulldogs' colours. Uh, it's going to be difficult for him to get a start uh, in the run on 13, but I'm hoping, and Josh should be hoping, that he's a part of the 17 into the, um, uh, into the first month or so of the, the, the NRL. But uh, look, jo- Josh Reynolds, it was great to see plenty of people here at Maria yesterday. You know, it was great... Uh, 5,000 people, it looked great. Uh, the Raiders you know, had a young team out there. Uh, they competed hard, uh, but again, I, I don't look too much into these trial games. It's all about giving people some game time, letting them find their rhythm, letting the teams work on their structures that they've worked on in the off-season. Uh, but again, we get a better indication this weekend of how um, the teams are going to go. Uh, St Helens, uh, they had a victory over the Dragons too on the weekend, the English Super League champions. Uh, they were pretty good, although they're going to come up against Penrith this weekend. And they're talking about it being 37 to 40 degrees oh. out there at Penrith this weekend. So Ouch. they are going to find it extremely oh, tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, early text here for heroes and villains. Get them in 0419767272. We'll take calls after the 6 o'clock news. But uh, morning, gents. I know it's early, but I'm so annoyed. My villain is the UFC judging. The vault fight is a loss when he clearly got more hits in and didn't let Islam dominate on the floor. Hope to hear your thoughts on the fight. Also, the Australian Ooh. cricket team losing uh, their first game against India on day three. My heroes are the Australian women's cricket team, destroying the Kiwis in the T20 World Cup opener. And the Cairns Taipans, eliminating the Perth Wildcats from the NBL playoffs. And yep, that means Cairns will play the Sydney Kings in the best of three semi-final series. And that is from Dylan from Canberra. Canberra sending that one through on the fight yesterday. So, uh, Pup, we, uh, uh, we watched it and it just fell short. Volkanovski, unanimous decision. So two judges scored at 48-47. Another judge, 49-46 in the, in the lightweight title fight against Islam Makachev there in UFC 284 over in Perth. Uh, it was all the atmosphere. How good did it look, oh, by the way? Well done to Western Australia as well. Oh. The, the crowd was phenomenal. The turnout, um, the excitement around. I had a couple of mates go, and they flew over Friday and said you could just feel the buzz. Mm. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable event. Uh, awesome that the UFC comes to Australia. And when we put it on like that, there'll be plenty of more uh, fights over here. But, yeah, I look, oh, it was an unbelievable fight. How tough is Volkanovski? Like, again, to go up a division and, and to be able to not just... Well, he, he said everything he said, he did. 
he said the, he won't get stuck down in the clinch. He'd find a way out. He'd be able to hit him with his right. Like, he, he was absolutely brutal. Oh, I think the result, it was so tight, but I think, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't sit there watching it live thinking Volkanovski's definitely won I here. thought Makachev won. Yeah, I thought it was extremely tight. You finished I, yeah. great. Definitely won the last yeah, round. Yeah, for sure. And possibly another, but overall, I'm, I'm with you, Puff. Yeah, the but fourth, he, just got, he just got stuck in the clinch in the fourth and couldn't get yeah. out. That was, that was the killer, I reckon, for he, him. And he also landed quite a few jabs on Volkanovski. Yeah. He's got a very, very strong chin. Mm. But the um, whole, I thought, I thought the whole, what was it, UFC uh, 284? 284. I thought mm. it was unbelievable. Well, I just Vol- thought all the fights were, were great to watch. Volkanovski's tweeted overnight, uh, just watched the fight. I definitely think I won two, three, and five. Surprised I didn't get my hand raised. Let's do the rematch anywhere, anytime. Because yeah, he, okay. indi- he indicated in, in the ring after the fight where he showed so much class, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he didn't look, he didn't actually look that disappointed when his hand didn't get raised. That that was it. Like, I think he obviously thought I might have just lost or it was really tight. But so I didn't see that tweet, though. Uh, he Well, he he's supposed to go back to the featherweight division now and fight Rodriguez, who, who won the fight before. Mo- he looks unbelievable as well. Yeah. So, uh, but that now would be he a wants great a fight. The thing is, I think people will want to see that rematch because everyone loved it so much. So, you know, it's for Dana White <sighs> and for the UFC to figure yeah. out. But did you see it, Loz? Did you see much no, of it? No, I didn't see it. I was watching uh, the trials, uh, watching the Raiders uh, run around there at uh, Maruya yesterday. But, uh, no, just reading about it this morning. Uh, look, my young bloke watched it. I asked him how it was. Mm. Uh, he was sort of saying that he felt the other guy won. Mm. Um, and that was the general consensus within their group yeah. as well. They wanted Volkanovski to win. Yeah. But the general consensus within their, their, their group was, no, uh, he, he lost. He did himself proud, though, Volkanovski. Yeah, oh, yeah he fight. Mate, yeah. unbelievable. He's that tough. So tough, isn't he? Oh, his ability to get out of what many of Makachev's and cops opponents and absolute can't. crackers as well. Oh, Didn't yeah. flinch. Yeah. Did not take a backward step. Unbelievable. Well, it was certainly a dramatic weekend on the racetrack, but uh, also offered as far as uh, this headline on the front page of the Daily Telegraph is concerned. Racing plot to kill New South Wales revealed how jealous rivals conspired to bring down Volandis is the headline there, an exclusive uh, here and uh, Race New South Wales is bringing court action in the New South Wales Supreme Court against racing authorities in Victoria, Queensland, South Australia and Western Australia. And uh, the reason for this being uh, is, uh, well, there's talk of uh, the other states looking to form a cartel to essentially, you know, freeze New South Wales out in uh, decision making, etc. And, uh, well, this is, uh, again, just a reaction to, I guess, you know, all the work Peter Volandis has done in creating these new races and uh, increasing prize money, etc. And uh, the other states, according to these court documents, looking to conspire against racing New South Wales going forward. So we'll see how this all plays out in court. But gee, uh, mentioned on the track, talk about an eventful Saturday. We had a fall in the English Millennium. Tom Marquand ended up in hospital. The filly Dorothy Gale thankfully was okay. And uh, Mark Wand, although very sore, believes he uh, believe he'll make a full recovery as well. A remorseful Josh Parr, he copped 20 meetings. Uh, Annabelle Neesham, she was sprinting down the track to make sure Do- Tom Mark Wand and a filly were okay. As her other uh, gun filly learning to fly ended up winning the race. There was a protest uphill in the CFO. Uh, we saw in secret at Enemo superb. And Sue Ravinelli won the country championships qualifier at Tun Curry yesterday as well for Terry Evans. So it was all happening, Loz. Unfortunately, Charm Stone let us down for the multi. Yeah, um, yeah, not good, Mino. I was thinking that you were going to overlook that. But uh, uh, she didn't pull up great, Charm Stone. Um, so um, I wouldn't be giving up on her just yet in terms of a blue diamond. Uh, but certainly didn't run up the expectation on the weekend. Uh, interesting, this story in the Daily Telegraph today, though, about locking New South Wales out and all the other states uh, conspiring uh, against them. Um, I would have thought when one state is being so good at racing, you would want to try and follow the lead and try and be as good as what they were. New South Wales racing sets the bar so high. Um, you know, there's a lot more interest in racing in this state uh, than some of the others at, at, at the moment. 
Uh, and one of the reasons is because they're successful in the introduction of these highly successful events like the, uh, the Everest. Uh, so I would have thought that the other states uh, would have been thinking that we need to, to lift our game as well. But, geez, didn't Enemo an in-secret return in fantastic style uh, on the weekend? Um, you know, I know that uh, James Cummings was very bullish about Enemo and talking about, um, you know, the preparation that he's in for and, um, you know, he's just an unbelievable horse. He is an unbelievable horse. Doesn't win by a lot, but you just know he's got a lot more to give. Hmm. Gee, I thought Nash's ride on In Secret was great too on Saturday because sort of missed the kick a bit and just didn't panic. Well, and... that's why you have the good jockeys on, isn't it? You know, they, they know how to get the job done. Uh, she's a beauty uh, in secret, and they've got some good horses in their stable. Uh, but that's what we love about racing this time of year too. You know, coming into the autumn up here in Sydney, there's some big races on the card, big prize money, um, and you want to have the best jockeys on board because they'll give yourselves the best chance of winning a big race. Uh, now, on the back page of the Daily Telegraph, in fact, it looks like the Telegraph and the Herald saying different things about Travis Head here. Uh, head in the sand, Warner to survive axing calls as selectors stand by battling opener is the back page of the telly. On the back page of the Herald... Uh, we've got Warner faces Axe with head a chance to open is the headline here. So we're, based on Paddy Cummins' comments yesterday, Pup, not so sure they are going to necessarily bring Travis Head straight back into the side, which would raise a lot of eyebrows yeah. to say the least. I mean, a lot's going to depend on, obviously, Cameron Green and, and his fitness as well, you would think. But uh... I don't think it should, though. I think the top five picks itself based on, like I said before, a ball was bowled, experience, and then form over the past 12 months. Travis Head's the four, ranked fourth in test, uh, test batting, top 10 batters in the world. I think he's averaged 60 in the last 12 months. You, you've got to give him a crack. Even if he doesn't make any runs, you've got to give him the opportunity. I think our top five picks itself, and that's Travis Head at number five. Keep Warner, keep Kawaja, keep Labashane, Smith, Travis Head. There's your top five. Our number seven picks himself, Alex Carey. So number six is your position. If you haven't got Cameron Green, then you're picking one of Renshaw or Peter Hanscom. And it seems like they want an extra right-hander. That seems like they think Peter Hanscom is a better player of spin than Renshaw. Mm. Then Hanscom's your number six because you haven't got an all-rounder option. Mm. Then you go, unfortunately, you're only going to have four bowlers. So you're going to have to use Labashane. That's why Travis Head's important as well because yeah. if you've only got four legitimate bowlers, you use Travis Head and Manus Labashane as your fifth bowler. Heads off spinners would be very handy over there. Mm. So I just, yeah, I, I, I think they're just, I don't know, they're getting a little bit funky. Like, just keep it simple. Mm. The top five batters have done very well for a long period of time. Give them first crack. Doesn't mean you keep the same five for the whole series. You're not doing that. But you've got to start the series with those five. Most experienced top five we've had in a long time. They've got, they're all in pretty good nick. So, yeah, and... and Again, yeah, of course you're under pressure. You've got to find a way to make runs. But you'd like to think that those top five have the best chance of doing it. So yeah, I, I just think work out who your number six is. If Green's fit, no-brainer. If he's not, then find another number six and then work out your bowlers. Malcolm Conn in the Herald today too, under the headline, How the Big Bash Threw Spenner in Australia's Plans for India Series. This is something I've suspected all along. No-brainer. Uh, and he said, well, there's a direct quote here. There was a big push for the Big Bash. A source close to Cricket Australia has told Malcolm Conn. So I think in 2017, there was a camp in Dubai. And, of course, we went to India and won the first test quite convincingly. And then the wheels eventually fell off in that series. But uh, you can probably, and I, I suspected this leading into the test, you spoke about not having a tool match. All the players were, oh, no, that's fine. We'll be sweet. Mm-mm. Well, we've just no, there's no doubt, Cricket Australia, there's an undertone of make the Big Bash a priority over the test team for the moment. Well, they did. They did prioritise the Big Bash. We've just had our first tour game. Just happened to be the first test. <laughs> so we should be better. That's, that's we, should be, we should be better in the second test match. Watch. We should be better in the second test match just based on time spent in India and batting in those conditions. But, uh, like, any, anybody that has played cricket around the world. Anybody. And whoever says no to this, I'm happy to disagree with. You will 100% be better 
if having a, by having a tour game before that first test match. I don't care what conditions are thrown up. I don't care what bowlers they pick in their team. I don't care if it's in a, a different city. Playing in, especially somewhere like India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, the, the subcontinent, if you can play a game of cricket in those conditions, you have to be better before that, for, for that first test match. It's an absolute no-brainer. But in, in the same... I understand why they... There's just no time in the schedule because they did prioritise the BBL. Mm. But that's okay. Just say that. Be honest about that. I, I don't think... I don't, I'm, I'm not that surprised that we lost the first test. I've, I've got to be honest. The fact that our preparation wasn't great and some very, very important players in our team weren't fit. So I'm not surprised we lost the first test. We will be better going into the second test because we've played that. But, yeah, there's no doubt we prioritised the BBL. You know, we wanted Steve well, Smith and Nathan Lyon and that, whoever that else to be a part of the BBL, yeah. Absolute joke. There we are, well, Loz. That's is where it, we is are Is it a Australian joke, though? You know, I think that's where we are probably in cricket oh, at the it's moment. It's a farce. How yeah. can we prioritise the BBL ever over the Australian test well, cricket side? Well, i It was about money. Yeah, because the TV deal. TV, really. Oh, exactly right. Seriously. That's what, what it was about. What a joke. They needed to prioritise because otherwise their negotiation um, and their bargaining at the table wouldn't have been as strong. So basically, you know, they, they had to make sure that this was a strong BBL this year. And if it wasn't heading in that direction, then I don't know what would have happened, but I reckon they wouldn't have got the money that they were probably after. Well, I tried to disagree with Loz about how we're going to go in this first test match. As much as I was sitting there going, our preparation's not great. Uh, we haven't got Stark, Hazelwood, Green. I can't believe we picked Renshaw instead of Travis Head. Like, we, even with all that, I was still disagreeable. Like, nah, Loz, we'll be all right. We, we, we'll, we'll find a way. And Loz was like, mate, we're going to get flogged. We're going to get flogged. And you're 100% right. Just, like, It'd be it, like an English rugby league team coming out here in the middle of, winter, uh, middle of summer. Yeah when they're coming out of their winter and then expecting them to be... No trial games. Yeah, just to be at their best. Yeah. 20 minutes in, they're struggling. <laughs> it's just too hot. It's just too hot. Yeah. And, and when you're a touring team oh. and you go and play in England, for instance, we, we, you know, we'd go at the end of the year yeah. where it started to warm up. It's just... It, it, your lungs yeah. are working differently to what it does over here in Australia. In your first imagine, game. After second, third game, you're, you're ready to go. You know, a touring you're... team coming and playing on the Wacker without a tour game. Yeah, or the Gabba. Or the Gabba. First game of the, the Test Series. From the subcontinent. Eight. There's a reason our record's so good at the Gabba. And there's a reason India's record's so good in India. Even with the best preparation, it's as hard a place to tour as there is. So that's the other thing. I think we just got to keep that in mind as well. It, it's a tough place to play, and you've got blokes injured. It's going to be even tougher, but... Yeah, we we just got we we a hundred percent. We've got to find a way to perform better than we did. We were we were extremely poor in the English Premier League overnight. Manchester City have beaten Aston Villa three one. Manchester United at Ellen Road have beaten Leeds two nil. And uh, we've got Bossy on later this morning to go through everything football and the Sydney derby. Gee, it wasn't it uh, dramatic on the weekend? And Sydney FC went to Combank Stadium and beat the Wanderers one nil. Uh, Max Burgess with a great first-half strike, which proved the difference there. But uh, we saw Steve Corriker and Marco Rudan, the respective coaches, having a crack at each other. Uh, pitch side there. Even saw the Wanderers' Brandon Borello saying after the match that Sydney FC deserved nothing. So nice and spiteful. That's what we love in a derby. And uh, we'll break it all down with Mossy later this morning. But uh, heroes and villains, fellas, Sloz... You're up. What have you got for us for heroes and villains this Monday morning? Oh, the villains is quite easy. Uh, the villains, the Australian... I was going to say the Australian cricket team encompassing selectors mm. and performance. Because I think they got the team wrong, leaving out Travis Head, and their batting in the second innings was woeful to be bowled out for 91 runs. Um, hero, I've got two. I've, I've got two. Um, obviously, LeBron James for the most uh, amount of points scored in the NBA. And I also thought Annabelle Neesham for the way that she reacted after winning a big race on the weekend, million-dollar race, the English Millennium. Um, but her first thoughts were with the horse and also the jockey. Mm. 
and the way that she... Yeah, it was an awful sort of, incident. Oh, it was terrible, awful. terrible. And I think everyone held their, their breath and was hoping for the best, and it turned out okay for Tom Marquardt. But just the way that she reacted and went um, to see the horse and went to see the jockey to make sure they were both okay, I thought that was great. And to be able to do that in that moment, I think that uh, it just showed you what a wonderful person she is. So she's my hero as well. Good noms, Loz. What about yourself, Pups? Yeah, I've got villains, obviously, the Aussie boys cricket team. Um, and, yeah, I agree with Loz. It's not just the performance. The performance wasn't great. If anything, the, the worst part of the performance, in my opinion, was our batting in the first innings. We had the best of conditions. We're going to make, even if we scratch out 280, it's a different game. You know, so if you get in in that first innings, you've got to go on because it is hard to start. Second innings over in India, you can be bowled out for a low score. So I just think our first innings in this second test match will be uh, defining whether we're batting first or batting second. So, yeah, let's select the right team. Let's get the best 11 players um, and then let's play a lot better than than we did in that first test match. So they're my villains. And heroes, I'm going to go UFC 284. I just think the entire package was unbelievable. I watched it from the start. Uh, I was really excited about the main event, the Volkanovski fight, but all the fights leading out were awesome as well. So well done to everyone involved. And I thought, again, I don't very rarely do I praise WA, um, but they were they did a brilliant job. As I said before, a few of my mates went over on Friday and they reckon the atmosphere was just awesome. Um, seems like everyone was pretty well behaved as well and what a product the UFC is. That continues to grow all around the world. I, I think it's the first time I've ever bought the fight at home. Best 60 oh, really? bucks I've, no, I've spent. Yeah, Usually I do, I've, you I, know, go to a venue like where we're at at the moment, yeah. the state or somewhere like that. Yeah. yeah I, just well. I just want to sit at home, yeah. a couple of tins. Right. Best 60 bucks I've spent. Yeah. I, I think when you see events like that... You can you can put all your eggs into the one basket mm. with the main event, but I feel like UFC the lead up fights are normally, I won't say just as good as the main, but as close as you're going to get. Like now, what's the guy Volkanovski if he Rodriguez. goes back to his division Featherweight, yeah. and fights Rodriguez? That yeah. is going to be an absolute beauty as well. So, yeah, like I said, I just feel like this the UFC is just growing and growing every single year. Yep, but if you're just tuning in, Volk has tweeted overnight that he wants a rematch basically he's mm. gone back and watched the fight and he thought he won three of the five rounds and wants a rematch but uh, the judges had it unanimous yesterday for Makachev two judges had it 48 47 the other judge 49 46 I made Volk my hero just uh, the way he carries himself uh, he's I, I know UFC's niche I know it's growing and growing in popularity but this guy is as good an ambassador in Australian sport as we've got across no, the board he yeah. is awesome so uh, I've got him as my hero. Honourable mentions to Harry Sutar, who was sensational for Leicester as they beat Tottenham 4-1 on the weekend. I want to give Ali Mosley a wrap because her best bet, uh, Emma Rance. Hope you followed Ali Mosley in her best bet, Emma Rance in the highway. Uh, did the job for us as well. And uh, Ash Gardner for the Aussies, yeah, 5 for 12. Yeah. Aussie girls, brilliant. But again, I'm... Remember they lost... Yeah, After oh, retiring their bat- lost, batters. Lost a troll game. Um, I, I feel like now with the Aussie women cricket team, you nearly take it for granted. Like, I, I don't, they can't, well, never say never, but touch wood. They're not losing this World Cup. Yeah. They're that far in front of every other team. Well, they're just unbelievable. So there's huge yeah. expectation. Now I just expect them to win. But yeah, Ash was good. Five, I think that's the first five-wicket haul. Well, that might be her first five-wicket haul in 2020 cricket, but... Yeah, she bowled beautifully. Uh, we've got a multi-open loss for the Super Bowl today. And it's, well, it's a combined Dick Fane, and I might have got involved myself with this. So uh, you can, you know, you can wash you your, your, hands, wash your hands as you want. <laughs> All right, for the Super Bowl. It wasn't Super me. Bowl. It wasn't it me, wasn't And it's it in me. its usual spot <laughs> under the Tab app and the Tab website under sport and today's offers. The Big Sports Breakfast Super Bowl Best. It's paying $7.50. And it's a three-legger. Philadelphia to win. So Jordan Mylata will have an Australian as a Super Bowl champion. And Aaron Sipos, the punter, who has been injured, but he's been activated on the roster. So he should be back or will be back for the Eagles today. So, yep, it's going to be a tough watch betting against Patrick Mahomes. Philadelphia to win. 
Miles Sanders, the running back, to have a touchdown. The Eagles uh, running back. And uh, sticking with the running back theme, well, this was Dick, Dick Fain. Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie running back for Kansas City, to have 46-plus rushing yards. And that's $7.50 with Tab. So I'm on the Eagles train to win the Super Bowl today. I really don't know who I want to win today. It, it, because for Mahomes' legacy, this puts him in another... Yes, and I, and I love Patrick Mahomes. I, oh, I, he's I, so likeable. Yep, it's very likeable. The MVP again this season. Um, but then, of course, you've got Malata, uh, the Aussie. And I, I, I want him to have success as well. So I'm torn. I don't know. I'll be happy either way, I think. I'm not going to have a bet in this game because I think it'll be tight. Hmm. Little shout out to Todd Murphy as well. Five for, well, six for on debut. Seven for. Seven. Seven. seven or yeah, you got seven. Seven, seven for on debut. It's pretty good. Mate, he was superb. Yeah, he bowled well. He bowled very well. The, the bright spot we haven't mentioned, yeah. exactly. I, so, still, I, I, still, I still don't think two right arm off spinners is our best 11. But how do you not pick him now? Got to pick him. He has to play. Hmm. He has to play. He's only he get better. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. And again, he's... How does he style? How will it go out here in Australia? Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be very... See, Nathan Lyon's greatest strength in Australia is his bounce as much as his spin. I feel like Murphy's a bit more side arm, a bit more side spin, so he won't get anywhere near as much natural variation in Australia as he does in India, and he's quite fast. So he might be able to tie and end up a lot better than, um, say, Nathan Lyon's style, but I don't think he'll have the success wicket-wise. Yeah. But that's he's bowled yeah. one, te- one innings. Yeah, that's so you, he's 22 years of age. Yeah. Give him... Yeah. Give him some time. He'll yeah. work on some things. And, but but I, that's a pretty good debut. Yeah. You're not oh, getting much better good. than that. Well, well I saw um, the best debut was Jason Crazier. Eight for. Eight, eight for, for 200, though. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. Yeah. But what, what type of bowler was he? Was he similar to nah, a Murphy? No, nah, Jace a... very different. Jace was slower through the air, drift the ball away, used over the wicket a lot more than around the wicket. Jace was a very big spinner of the ball for an off-spinner. Where Murphy's complete opposite. Not a big spinner. In Australia, I mean, he won't yeah, be a yeah. big spinner. Very accurate, quite skillful, and very disciplined. Like, he can hit that 20-cent coin regularly. He's just got to work on, I think, in Australia, some a bit more shape through the air, try and get batters out through the air. Because he's so fast, the, the trajectory is pretty flat. Yeah. So I think in Australia, he might have to change his pace a little bit more. But, like I said, he's 22. What an unbelievable mm. debut. Look, in, in the, if they're going to produce these conditions, he's going to be very tough because it makes it hard to get down the wicket as a batter because it's so fast. And then hit the pitch, some balls spin big, some balls go straight. But, yeah, I think he can, uh, he can certainly be very proud and his family be very proud of that first opportunity he got. Morning, Shane. How are you? How are you going, Mido, boys? Shana. Who, uh, Shana. Who are you um, with today, Shane? Oh, I think Philadelphia. That's a good bet. Miles Sanders and uh, Pacheco, 850, jump on it. Um, look, I, I wanted, can I get a bet on with um, Jordan Mailata any time touchdown score? Is there a bod Yeah, for that? yeah, there is. There is a, a bunch of Jordan Mailata markets. I'll find them. I did see them last night, but they're there somewhere. I think the best one I saw was, well, uh, well I guess it was the lowest odds of the options given. He was $11 to have a fumble recovery. Mm. Yeah, well, um, for touchdown, it's Philly... like two hundred and fifty to one or something. Well, remember the Philly special a few years ago? Anything can happen with Philadelphia, <laughs> and he's an ex-rugby player. He can handle the ball. So stranger things happen. Look, um, heroes, um, unbelievable Volkanovski, incredible effort. It's the first time I've seen Makachev with fear in his eyes, and uh, Rogan and Dana White reckon Volkanovski won. I, I think that they got the decision, decision right, but there'll be so, definitely a rematch. Um, and Pup, you're right, mate. Incredible card. Stacked. Oh, um, unbelievable, isn't it? And um, Villains, boys, the NRL trials. I know they're a necessary evil, but Justin and I'm going for eight weeks. Jeez, unbelievable. Anyway, back to the drawing board. Going to look for a new centre now. Oh, they'll find someone. They'll find someone. Hey, Shane, you forgot to mention your new team. Dolphin domination. And the coach didn't even turn up. <laughs> That's how confident he was. Coach is Harvey Norman this time of the year. It was past his bedtime, old Wayne. <laughs> he can't stay up after that. Uh, what is it? Seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, old Wayne. Oh, old Wayne, oh. yeah. Red, red and gold never fold, baby. Exactly right. Good on you. <laughs> I found the market. So under what are the odds? Look for what are the odds is the menu on the tab app. 
under the Philly-Kansas City match, the Super Bowl today. And what are the odds, Jordan Mylata? So he's paying $11 to recover a fumble, $17 to record a tackle, $34 to be given a rushing attempt, $151 to score a touchdown, and $501 to win Super Bowl MVP. Uh, so there's, uh, there's so many markets on this game today. I found a bet, though, for you, Loz. I reckon this is the bet. Uh, under what are the odds match? It's paying $3.75. Can there be something I don't have a bet in? <laughs> Either defence or special teams to score a touchdown. Say that again. So, Either defence or special teams to score a touchdown. So best best explanation for that is a pick six. Right. Basically. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I, th- I think just, it's going to happen. There's co- been 15... You should be an Australian cricket selector. You're making it too yeah, tough. the last 30 yeah. Super Bowls... Keep, keep, keep it simple, simple, simple stupid. <laughs> well, I've got a, a stat for you. In the last 30 Super Bowls, there's been 15 dis- defensive oh, touchdowns. So you're getting one in every two. Money ball. Money ball. Aussie selectors, money ball. Mate, just pick the guy that's batting the best. Right George Bailey. The guy that's batting the best. Actually, you look like George Bailey. The guy who's averaged 60 in the last 12 months. Yeah. And he's ranked fourth on yeah. the test batting record of this year. Just pick him, mate. And you think that Jalen Hurts is going to have five fumbles? There you go. When there's a defensive touchdown tomorrow, <laughs> oh I'll, be, I'll be walking in like Snoop. Uh, g'day, Mick. How are you? G'day, lads. Yeah, pretty good. Um, uh, just want to say, Loz, I'm with you, mate, with the Annabelle Neeson call. Um, yeah, she's all class. Oh, uh, very much so. Very, very sorry. much so. She was really concerned, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think she's super cool, and she's just, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's, yeah, she's good. She's one of my favourite trainers. Um, yeah, she's but, awesome. And uh, and and also, you know, well, my hero is um, Ali Mosley. She just keeps on delivering week in, week out. Um, she's she's a gun, isn't she? I, I'm telling you, it's got to the point. Seriously, I was sitting there Saturday, and I've just by chance flicked over the highway. It was about oh, this, oh, Ali liked this thing, and I just yeah, I did went, too. Just went. I'm just going to have something on this. Yeah. Yep, and yep. I reckon well, I do that automatically yeah. if, with her best bets yeah. just about every Saturday. And I actually uh, had something on above and beyond, I think, on, on Friday, Friday and around third. Okay. And yeah. I backed it each way, so. Oh, perfect. And I was happy. Yeah. No, she's yeah, good, right. Mick. Yeah, yeah, no. And also, um, and so, yeah, I did the same thing. I thought, all right, Amaranth, I'm on it. And then um, and I heard Darren Flindell early in the day say that um, his best was Quantico. So I put them together, 10 bucks, 450 back. Oh, happy days. <laughs> I know, mate. Darren Flindell too. He's uh, he's a weapon. Yeah. Um, and my villains, mate, are the uh, the Aussie cricketers. Um, you know, if they don't fire up in this next test, I think I'm just going to drop off. Um, it's uh, and, and I don't think I'm the only one. Well, I'll tell you what. We couldn't have a, like a tougher venue to try and turn this around. The last time India <laughs> lost in Delhi was against the West Indies and Viv Richards' uh, champion side in 1987. So that's the task facing the Australians. Yeah, I, I think it's just how we play. That's yeah. We'll be better. I think, yeah, we have to be better. We've just yeah. had a tour game. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> that's exactly right. But it's, it's, I think, firstly, let's, get, let's give ourselves the best chance by picking the best team, for starters, and then how we play is what you know everyone wants to see. Yeah. Like, if we get... The, our first innings, you know, in India, you've got to make the most of it. If you win the toss and bat, you've made every single run. So fight your backside off for that first but innings. Second innings so please what? don't tell me they are going to reinstate Travis Head and put him up to opener. They can't do it. And drop David Warner. Can't happen. No. There's please, only one place. Travis, tell me not going Travis to do Head, that. come back into the position yes. where you've averaged 60 in the last 12 months. Yes. Unfortunately, Matt Renshaw, you're fighting with. Peter Hanscom for number six. Mm. Only one of you can play, mm. assuming Cameron Green is not fit. Mm. That's something Mido would do. <laughs> Mido would, yeah, he would. <laughs> the big Sports Breakfast Lunch, it's back again. Friday week, Feb 24, Winkstand Raw Ramwick. Going to be a great afternoon. Get all your tickets, get your tables together at the Australian Turf Club's website, australianturfclub.com.au, australianturfclub.com.au to secure your seat yeah. today. Uh, now, just a couple of texts here. Uh, morning, guys. Pup, can you understand how McDonald came out in the media yesterday to say that they didn't make any selection errors? No name to that one. I didn't, I, I didn't hear Pat Cummins' press conference, and I didn't hear Andrew McDonald's, uh, that his press conference or what he said to the media, but they 100% got the selection wrong. Yeah. 
Now, 100%. McDonald came out yesterday and said, if you try to change too much, that's when you get lost as a touring team. And he pointed to other sides who've come to Australia and made mass changes and just made things worse. So he said, you know, we've got a process. We want to stick to it. For the next test, about, Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he was talking about, which, when he was asked about Travis Head, he kept saying, he used the word extreme. In those sort of extreme conditions, we thought this was the best 11. So they obviously don't have faith I, I, I in Travis Head I in the subcontinent. I, I don't understand. I, if, if, you're, if you're comparing, if we're saying no to Travis Head because we're picking um, who's, who's a very good player of spin, we're picking Steve Smith, we're picking Matthew Hayden, we're picking uh, Doug Walters, different story. But as Matt Renshaw showed us at any stage that he's a oh, genius against spin. He got a 60 in that 2017 series at one point, which apparently was Mate, impressive. I can't remember on. it personally. You've got, you've got <laughs> to give Travis Head first crack. Oh, he's earned the right. So four. this is my point. If we go to England then, the next series we go to England, so we're just going to drop David Warner because he got no runs against England last series. Like, I, you can't... It, the guy's ranked fourth on the ICC list of test Top 10 t- uh, test player, uh, mm. batters in the world at the moment. He's ranked fourth. Mm. He's averaged 60 in the last 12 months. And his off spinners are going to be so handy over there. I think that selection is a bad selection. So I understand what Mac is saying here in regards to going forward. You don't want to make too many mm. drastic changes. But unfortunately, what they've done... But they made that. That's it. They've, ma- they've, that they've, they've made their bed. Yes. But they yes, were spooked. Yes. Oh, before, was, before a ball He's was still like, talking about extreme conditions. One team made 400. Yeah. yeah. It's not as though you got bowled out for 177 no. and, and batting, the opposition gets bowled out for 200. You're batting on worse than that. They'll bat on worse than that in this series. We in, just didn't in, handle in every second innings you bat in India, conditions are going to be much worse than what we batted in the first innings. We yeah. won the toss and batted first. We should have, like I said, even 280, if we scratch out 280, we, it's still game on. Yeah. You know, so I just, yeah, I, I don't think, I think we've got to look at our plans. I think we've got to back our defence a bit more. I think that's when you look at India's batting. They defended the ball really well. So, yeah, let's see what they do anyway with second test. Okay, so the Phoenix Open and in the final round there, Scotty Scheffler, the American, the Masters champ. He is 15 under par. He's two under through six holes in his final round. He leads by one stroke from Canadian Nick Taylor and uh, John Rahm of Spain. So... Jason Day is next. He's in fourth position. He's three under through eight holes in his final round, 12 under for the tournament. So three strokes off the pace. Uh, Overnight in the Six Nations, England have had a win after they lost to Scotland last week. Uh, They have beaten Italy 31 to 14. Scotland beat Wales uh, convincingly over the weekend. So they're two from two to start the Six Nations. And uh, in the other game, Ireland. Ireland could dead set win the World Cup this year. They're 32 to 19. They beat France over the weekend as well. Uh, give us a call for heroes and villains. 13 53 53. Plenty of texts here. Morning, boys. Hero Jordan Mylata. Win, lose, or draw today. What he has done this season has been incredible and probably deserves more credit from all us back home. Villain Pat Cummins. Not only was the team selection woeful, he bowled horribly. Uh, was way too straight and full all day, says Cliffy from Scone, sending that one through. Uh, morning, boys. My heroes, the Blacktown Spartans, under 15s and 16s, winning back-to-back Proctor Cup championships. And my villain, the Aussie men's cricket team. Thanks, Booty, uh, sending that one through. Boys, why did they take Swepson to India? Did they only just find out his partner was having a baby now or what? Asks Mitch from Robertson. He's interesting in hindsight, isn't it, pup? Oh. Or why is Agar over? They're talking about this young left arm orthodox that they're flying over or just flown over, that he's a chance of making his debut as well. So what's happened to Agar? Well, it sounds like all the reports are that Agar, uh, they've got no faith in him, so that he's why bowling is, poorly why in the is nets, he on tour? that uh, they, you know, he's bowling without confidence, oh, has looked in, ordinary. In the nets. I reckon i got 150 <laughs> ducks in the nets. If I made 10 in the nets, I'd be very surprised. I used to get out every ball. doesn't count in the nets. If that's the case, why is he on tour? Why did they take him? Swept him the same. He was our second spinner in Pakistan. He might as well stay at home and enjoy the birth of his baby if they're not going to pick him. If there's no chance, they're talking about this young kid coming over now and making his debut. So the two, our two most experienced spinners have been jumped. It's, it's, exactly, what they, it's exactly what they did with the batting unit. 
our most experienced, like the number five, the guy who's ranked fourth in the world, he got jumped for Renshaw, who is opening the batting in Sheffield Shield cricket in Australia. What? I'm yeah. so confused. Well, I think, I think we all a lot are. of people are confused like you, Pup. It, it must be frustrating as an ex-Australian captain to see what's going on over there because as a punter and someone that's far removed from the game and just want it, wanting to watch Australia and see them do well, you get frustrated and you can't understand their decisions. So when I hear the likes of you and Mark Taylor and Alan Border and these type of likes are frustrated with the way that they're selecting, you've got to sit up and take notice because yeah. we can't, we, we we can't, can't all, all be, be wrong. Yeah, we can't all be wrong about the Travis Head decision. So I think Paddy Cummins and, and Macca, Andrew McDonald, need to... Like, and again, like, this, it's, it's my job. On, I, we have to talk about it. So I, I've no doubt there'll be a headline in today's... To, someone in the news is going to write, Michael Clark disagrees with Andrew McDonald's comments or whatever, whatever they're going to write. But we've all said the same thing. I listened to Tubby on Channel 9 the other day. I've seen what AB said. You saw what Steve Orr wrote. Like, we can't all be wrong about the Travis Head decision. I think, I think this is where, as hard as it is... If it was Andrew McDonald or Pat Cummins or George Bailey, whoever's whoever's made the decision, like oh, go and ask go and ask Matt Renshaw if he thinks it was the right decision. He'll want to play every day of the week, but trust me, he'll be sitting there going, uh, "How have I just jumped Travis Seddu's average sixty in the last twelve months?" Like he would yeah. be confused. You can only imagine yeah. what Travis Ed's thinking. Oh, they just have to admit that they got it wrong. Yeah, and, and, and you know it. what, Travis Head may have got a duck. Correct. May have got a duck like Correct. Matt Redshaw. That, that, that's fine. Yes. But you don't just pick him to start the series no because, way. you know what? 18 months ago, you were not great in the subcontinent, whereas the last 12 months, you've been absolutely outstanding but you've got to give runs. him a crack. There's been so many, so many good players that struggled when they first went to the subcontinent, but they found a way. That's what the best players do. They find a way. Yeah. So you've got to give Travis Head that opportunity, yeah. in my opinion. And... We're, again, we're underestimating how important his bowling is in those conditions. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're at the Stain Hotel in Manly this morning. And if you're looking for a venue for the Super Bowl today, uh, you're not going to get anywhere better than this. Outstanding setup here. Uh, screens everywhere. And I'll tell you, from Circular Quay, the ferry's 20 minutes. So uh, get yourself to the Stain today. We've got a multi-open for Super Bowl 57. Don't know how convincingly Loz is with me on this, but uh, we've got <laughs> Philadelphia to win. Of course it's I'm on the tab I'm not with you at all. <laughs> so this is well, you reckon I'm going to be solid? It'll not be one you. bit. No, not one bit. Uh, so we've got Philadelphia to win. Miles Sanders, the running back, to score a touchdown. And Isaiah Pacheco, the Kansas City Chiefs rookie running back, to have 46-plus yards, which uh, Dick Fane was very keen on Pacheco. So that's his leg. Uh, and that's seven dollars fifty. Oh, tab app. Hang on, being tab, solid. Tab, you're covering yourself solid. there. That's his. That's his leg. That's his. No, I'm, I'm, that's I'm his. With it. That's mine. Yeah, I I'm know with you're it. with it, but you just had to make everyone aware <laughs> well, of Dick participating. You know I, I don't share my uh, multi with anyone else. Did, I cop it on the chin. Do you know what I wanted to do? Was actually give it credibility uh, by dear. mentioning Dick's name. But what about something? I know this stat's gone around quite a bit. The last nine, because Patrick Mahomes was given the MVP award yep. the other day. The last nine reigning MVPs who played in the Super Bowl all lost. Incredible stat. So season MVP makes Super Bowl. The last nine to be MVP to play in the Super Bowl all have lost. Hang on, hang on. But I also, what's the stat about losing the toss? I think there was something like the last nine toss winners of the yeah. Super Bowl have lost as well. So uh, yeah, the team that's like that. won the toss in the last eight has gone on to get beat. Like, <laughs> seriously. You're not, batting in, you're not batting in India. No. <laughs> <laughs> the toss of the coin, come on. we got Andrew there. G'day, Andrew. How are you? All right, guys. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, mate. Have you got a hero and villain for us? I do. This first of all, though, up. I'm yes, thinking of like you guys. What are we doing with the spinners? We're taking you guys from Victoria, bringing him over to India. Play. I mean, do I think Nathan Lyon? No, I don't think we can drop Lyon out. I, I, oh. We'll probably have to play but three. How do you, yeah, play. I know. I know. I know. It's a tough one now because, again, I, I don't think our best balanced team is two right-arm off-spin bowlers. 
I, I think it's it's one legitimate right arm offie and then Travis Head as our second part-time offie. But unfortunately now, this is what they've done, the selectors. They've got to play. They have to play two right arm offies again. Well, you've got to play Murphy. You can't not play Murphy now. No way. Just got seven. Have to and pick he's Murphy. Not, he's, to, he's got the first four wickets. Yeah. It wasn't like he took the solid. Yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't get the tail. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The first four, like, <laughs> I agree. So, what do you do with Lino? I love Lino, but no. Nah. Well, that's do? that's you, my concern with Renshaw as well. Like, you, you can't give the kid one Test match back and then drop him as well. But unfortunately, you know, this well, is head this has is to come back. he has Travis said has to come back in. How does it look though if Green plays? Well, I'm going Travis Head five, Cameron Green six, Carey seven, and then I'm just then they have you to go, go two the, spinners, two two quicks, two fast, or you don't. That's yeah, two quicks, two spinners. You don't definitely. pick three spinners. You can't pick three spinners. Nah, you don't need three spinners, especially if you've got Travis Head in the team. But that's why I would have went. I would have went Ashton Agar. I would have went right arm offy, yeah. left arm orthodox. Exactly what India did. Exactly what India did. But then I would have went Cameron Green. As my third fast, but like India went three spinners. That's not. I don't think that's our way. I don't think we need. We we, we can't beat India by playing like India. Mm. We beat India by us playing our best eleven in those conditions, our style of cricket, our brand of cricket. But yeah, I, mate, unfortunately now they've they've put themselves in that position. You're either dropping Nathan Lyon, which you're not doing, or you're playing two right arm offies. Did we get a hero and villain off you, Andrew? Um, so my hero was Murphy. Just what he did. Taking, yeah, awesome. you know, getting the, the top order out um, as well. And my villain is the, the inability to challenge an LBW that's plumb. I don't understand why they're challenging. Ball's hitting halfway out their pad, middle stump. <laughs> you go up to Steve Smith and go, hey, mate, what do you reckon? Steve Smith's <laughs> going, mate, you're plumb. And they're going upstairs. <laughs> like, Watson's yeah. doing a better job than they are. <laughs> The ref- I don't get it. Reviews are, re- reviews are tough in India as well because you have a look at, well, I think we had, I think in the second innings, six out of the first seven dismissals were LBW. And it wasn't the big turning ball. It was the ball sliding on. Straight on yeah. That's where I say, I feel like at the moment, we're not backing our defence. We're getting our leg in the way because we're worried about it spinning. Where I think nearly what India does, they get a lot closer to the ball when defending, but they play the line. If it spins past the line, then you pl- that's, that's you either play and miss or you nick it. But you've got to hold your line. You've got to play for that ball. The line that the ball is going, you've got to play. If anything, you can favour your bat, your hands, and go with the spin a little bit. But a right arm off spinner coming around the wicket, for example, to a right-handed batsman, you can't play inside the line thinking every ball is going to spin. You're opening up off stump, bold, caught behind, caught slip. You've got to actually play the line. And a lot of the time, your leg's got to get out of the way to allow you to hit the ball, not the opposite. That's why you get, pa- you get paid that much money from your sponsor for your bat, not for your pad. <laughs> so you've got to use your bat. <laughs> love it. Uh, good on you, Andrew. Thanks for the call. I just love this text from Steve, uh, Morty Boy's hero, the love child of the proclaimers, Todd Murphy, one of the very few Australians who could hold their head high after the first test. And uh, villains, cricket administrators worldwide who are contributing to the death of Test cricket with itineraries that give touring teams virtually next to no chance of winning the series away from home. There are a few, if any, tour matches being played by visiting teams around the world these days, which means that they do not acclimatise to local conditions. Evidence of this was again witnessed in India during the first Test. India has only lost at home twice in their last 43 tests there. Steve, I think you are spot on with that. From the Sydney Morning Herald, Adam Pengilly, good morning. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. I think Clarkie's almost ready to come out of retirement, given the passion. Oh, I love it. It's, it's Take that back, buddy. Take that back. Oh, there's none of that. And it's always easier, mate, when you're sitting here in the air-conditioned room as well, watching on TV going, oh, how did he miss that? That was a volley. He would have got double <laughs> figures in the second innings. Second innings, I probably would have got a globe. First innings, first innings, I reckon I had 30 in me. I reckon yeah. he wouldn't have reverse swept. I definitely wouldn't have reverse swept. I, I de- Kerry got out twice reverse yes. swept. I don't think I would have played a sweep shot. <laughs> I reckon 30 first dig, duck second dig for me. What do they do, Adam? <laughs> what are they going uh, to do for the next I test? I think they're in all sorts, Loz. I think they're in absolute all sorts. And it goes back, Clarky, to what we were saying last week. Why were these guys playing BBL 10, 12 yeah. days ago and not getting over there to India and practising 
either in the nets or playing a practice game to get used to the Indian conditions. Let's, let's we, be honest. We like, had North Sydney, mate. We had North Sydney. Oh, yeah, North God. Sydney. Was <laughs> like, this is, this is probably the last time, the last time the likes of David Warner, Steve Smith, uh, Mitchell Stark, Josh Hazelwood, Nathan Lyon, Pat Cummins will get a chance to win in India. This will be the last time. Yep. And from what we're seeing so far, they've made a big mess. Of it. Yeah. Well, we'll be better for the second test because they've got to look at this first test like there's their tour game. So yeah. don't be surprised if we do come out and bat better and bowl better because we've seen conditions. And the myth around, oh, we've been here a million times. Well, you've been there a million times for 2020 cricket. Very, <laughs> yeah. very different to test cricket. Yep, yep. So I don't know. I just reckon they've made a massive blue with their preparation and they've got a lot of work to do to come back from this now. It's, it's, it's an absolute mountain to climb to try and come back from 1-0 down in India. It's almost impossible, really. Well, Delhi, our record in... Well, India's record in Delhi is phenomenal. It's like we, we brag about our record at the Gabba. India's mm. record... What, 30... Uh, 1987. The last team to beat them there. Yeah, if we can find a way to win there, that will be magnificent. Very eventful day in racing, but I just want to ask you firstly, Adam, your story on the front and back page of the City Morning Herald today under the headline on the back page, newspaper exec asked to end NRL stalemate. So we're trying to get this CBA sorted, and uh, what's this all about? Yeah, there's a new man who's a lead negotiator, Jared, or facilitator, if you want to put it in those terms, Brett Clegg, who's had a, a pretty decorated career working for plenty of media companies, including News Corporation and, and the old Fairfax Media, who I've been told to come in to facilitate the negotiations at the moment. So he's sitting in between the NRL and the Rugby League Players Association. He's been doing that work for the best part of or at least a month or two now, and probably filling in the role that Hugh Marks was doing last year, Jared, for a while before he had to sort of take leave to concentrate on his business interests. So obviously I think um, Brett Clegg's helped the, the both parties make some progress over the course of the last couple of weeks, in particular late last week, but they need to resume those negotiations this week. And I don't want to harp on about it too much, Jared, because I know it's extremely boring for your listeners, but let's just hope we can get closer to some sort of resolution this week. What about James Cummings on the weekend with the NMO oh. and in secret, Adam? What a day, was! What a day. And throw in the two Blue Diamond Prelude winners down there in yeah. Melbourne too. Just an enormous day for Godolphin. And well, firstly, we'll touch on Animo. Um, that was just a professional effort. It was a professional effort, wasn't it, Lise? He just he, He's got this ability just to put himself in the right spot all the time. Um, and we, we get a lot of these wait-for-age races, particularly in Australia, which aren't run at a great speed. They're pretty moderate and muddling affairs. And when you've got ability to jump from the barriers and sort of stalk the speed, or at least settle in the first half of the field, with his turn of foot, you're probably going to win more races than not. And again, there on the weekend, the margin wasn't huge, but just a perfect ride by James McDonald, putting him in the right spot. And his turn of foot got him out of trouble. So he's back with a bang, ready for a huge campaign from him the last time we'll see him in Australia. He was great. I thought Chris Wallace, two mares, Hinge and Fangirl were good. Even Malunga was good from the back there. But you can just take nothing away from Animo. He was fantastic. And same with In Secret. I suppose at some stage you thought, oh, she's going to be a bit of trouble here. But again, a turn of foot got her out of trouble and just sliced along the inside there for Brenton Abdullah. So just a massive day for Godolphin, uh, highlighted by winning the, one, two of the main feature races there at Ramwick on the weekends. It was a dramatic English millennium, to say the least. Uh, and uh, thankfully, Tom Marquand, it looks like, uh, not too serious, his injuries in the end. Dorothy Gale, the filly, was okay after, well, a remorseful Josh Parr copped 20 meetings uh, for his ride in that race, but learning to fly uh, for Annabelle Neesham. Gee, Annabelle, what a, uh, what a, what a turn of emotions for her uh, as she sprinted down the track to check on jockey and filly, but uh, as her other filly ended up well, tightening its grip on favouritism for the slipper. Yeah, I reckon it says a lot about Annabelle, doesn't it, Jared? The fact that she, she just won a $2 million race, but her first instinct was to run down the track and, and check on her friend, her jockey Tom Markhorn, and then also check on the, the welfare of her horse. So just a roller coaster of emotions for her. Just first of all, on, on the winner learning to fly. Well, it's easy to understand why she's the goals of the favourite because she's had another string to her bow there on the weekend. On, on debut in the trials, we're seen to take up position and be really sharp. But with that wide gate, I think Chad Schofield and Annabelle made the call OK, let's ride this filly conservatively. Let's not gas her. We've got our main target in five or six weeks. And again, she showed a really nice burst of acceleration. And from that gate, she had plenty of excuses to get beat, given how much of a start she spotted them. But she's a real line finder. And I expect her to maintain goals of the favouritism at least for the next three or four weeks and probably start to slip the favourite on, on, on race day as well. Uh, of the beaten brigade, I thought Blanc de Blanc was great. My tip Lazago probably got stuck in that inferior ground towards the inside, but I think it was beaten by a better filly regardless. I thought that horse, Gambert, that was coming out of Canberra Maiden, was fantastic. And 
We'll just touch on the drama of the race, Jared, first. Uh, secondly, sorry, is, is obviously that fall with Dorothy Dale. What I will say is that I thought Josh Parr handled himself really, really well after the race. He put his hand up, said he made a horrible mistake, and he's copped his suspension straight away. So I think a lot of people can learn from Josh Parr's actions post-race there on the weekend. Thankfully for Tom Mark Warren, there's no serious injury, as you touched on. He obviously was monitored to concussion in hospital on Saturday night, but no break. So that's really good news for him. Let's hope we can see him back in the saddle in the not-too-distant future. What about the Piero plate? We all thought um, the favourite Don Corleone was a special and upset by Cafe Millennium from the Johnny O'Shea stable. What's the plan for him moving forward? Oh, he'll have to tackle one of these golden super lead-ups was for sure now. Like um, that, that was an amazing win there in the weekend. I was watching a couple of replays again last night, and he, he was dead set struggling to keep up mid-race. Like he was, he was almost detached a, a, a long last, and probably three or four lengths behind the second He's last a big horse too, isn't he? Oh, unbelievable, was isn't he? He's really ranged thing, and, and to be fair, they're going pretty fast. And the, the, the leader Chevron knocked up really badly. It was a really fast, fast run race. But his acceleration in the last 200 metres, he's a, he's a strong horse. So I don't know what John's got on his hands here, but he's a horse that's going to be, if he makes it towards a slipper, going to be one of the last ones standing. You think we get, a, we get a brutal slipper. So huge win from him. Don Corleone, yeah, probably a little bit disappointing, it must be said. Again, as the day progressed, we probably thought he might have been on that inferior ground back towards the inside. I, I wouldn't be too quick to sack him, but we want to see something from him before the slipper again, just having high up in calculations. But... No doubt Cafe Millenniums, the horses come from left field and might be one to follow in the next few weeks. Drama in the oar, the group one there at Sandown. Gentleman Roy shifted out, bumped Jackano, protest lodge result ended up being overturned. What did you make of it? Yeah, I had no issues with the decision, Jared, if I'm being fair. I watched on the lateral on the side on camera angle on, on race day and again on the replay, and I thought, oh, I don't know if there's too much in that. But then when you watch the head on it, it's clear that Gentleman Roy under the writing from Mark Zara does I suppose, hanging out a fair bit and makes contact with Jack. I know the margin was only a narrow margin. I think Damien Lane was definitely hampered there for a few strides, trying to ride out his horse. So, I, listen, I could probably live with the decision either way, but I have no issues with stewards deciding to overturn that. So, obviously, it's a valuable Group 1 for a, a three-year-old star. He's going to have a, a very lucrative stud career. Now he's won a Group 1 in the autumn as well. And I'm quite happy with the call. So, yeah, play on. I think it was fair enough call, and we, are, we move on with Jack and I winning the all-stakes there on the weekend. Have a great day, mate. Thank you. See you, boys. Enjoy the Super Bowl.